You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I'm NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And with us this week is Colin Woodall. Colin, of course, is NCBA's Senior Vice President for Government Affairs. Uh, Colin, thanks for joining us. Always good to be with you, Ed. Well, we are coming to folks this week from beautiful Kansas City, Missouri, at the National Association of Farm Broadcasters Trade Talk event. Um, and you've done probably a dozen or more interviews already this morning. Um, but and, and the topic of conversation that everybody wants to talk about, of course, is how the election results from Tuesday night are going to affect uh, the cattle industry and agriculture in general. So I guess what are your initial sort of big picture reaction? What's your initial big picture reaction to what happened on Tuesday night? I'm not really surprised at what happened on Tuesday night. We were prepared for this. Uh, we anticipated this being one of the potential outcomes. And it's something that we're going to have to uh, figure out how we retool in a couple of ways to operate in a split Congress with a Republican Senate and a Democratic House. Uh, the thing that everybody needs to understand, though, is that just because there's a change does not mean that we are dead in the water when it comes to cattlemen's policy priorities. We're going to still have an opportunity to work with our friends in the Democratic side of the House, and, uh, and, and, and the, we have quite a few of those. And they're going to be willing to step up and help us. Right. So I guess there's going to be some short-term imp implications and long-term implications. Let's talk about the short-term implications first. Um, we're going to have a lame duck session uh, coming up in the next few weeks where the Republican majority will still be there. And there are a number of outstanding issues like the farm bill, like electronic logging de devices uh, and, and Endangered Species Act reform efforts. How are those likely to shake out in the lame duck session coming up over the next few weeks? Well, if history is any indicator, it will be a race to the finish line by the Republicans to get as much done as possible before they are returned to the minority. For us in particular, that focus is on the farm bill. Now, the good news is, is that Mr. Peterson, uh, he is the current ranking Democrat in the House Ag Committee, he will be the chair, has also said that he wants to get it done, that he doesn't want to rewrite the Farm Bill when he becomes chairman in January. That's good news for everybody in agriculture, especially for us, because he has been supportive of our FMD vaccine bank. So we're optimistic we can get that done. We also believe that there will be a race to get the appropriations bills completed, which for us includes language on ELDs and also on fake meat. Outside of that, I doubt anything else actually gets done between now and the end of 2018. Okay, so looking forward to next year. I guess the new Congress will kick off January 3rd, uh, 2019, with uh, Democrats in charge of the House. Nancy Pelosi probably uh, a speaker for the third time, unbelievably. Um, so looking forward to the, the next Congress that kicks off in 2019. What do you see happening uh, in terms of trade, taxes, um, or is it going to be just mainly a focus on oversight into the Trump administration? I believe this Congress is going to be all about gridlock. I don't believe that they're going to be able to move little, if any, legislation because the House will spend a lot of time on congressional oversight regarding the Trump administration. And what language or legislation that they do pass out of the House probably is not going to be anything that the Republican Senate is going to be interested in. So I have a feeling that the Senate will play two roles. One role will be to thwart any effort by the House to pass legislation, and the second will be to try to get as many Trump nominees approved as possible. Those are administration nominees and also judicial nominees, which, of course, have a huge impact on us in the cattle business. 
Yeah, and I guess, I mean, a lot of people like to judge the effectiveness of a Congress by the number of bills they pass. That's not necessarily true. A lot of times we just want Washington to just leave us alone. Um, one effort, obviously, that we've been mounting over the past few years is uh, trying to reform the Endangered Species Act. Um, is that, I mean, is there any chance of getting that done in the lame duck, or is that something that's, you know, you think is just kind of dead at, dead at this point? You know, we're, we're of the same opinion that a Congress that doesn't do much is actually a good Congress. Uh, we, we don't need a whole lot of new bills coming at us, but every once in a while there are things we need them to do, and modernization of the Endangered Species Act was, was one of those. And we went through a process for the past two years to work with other industry groups, with to work with some outside activist groups, also to work with the Western governors to put together a bill that really everybody could get around. It wasn't a perfect bill, but it was one that everybody could support, and we gave that to Senator Barrasso and the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, and they didn't do anything with it. Now our opportunity is done. There will not be an opportunity to move that legislation in the lame duck, and with Raul Grijalva as the incoming chair of the House Natural Resources Committee, there is no way that he's going to touch anything that has Endangered Species Act attached to it. So we have lost a, uh, an opportunity. It's an opportunity we may never get back in our careers here at NCBA. All right. Colin Woodall, looking forward to the next uh, couple of years, and good luck in the lame duck session. And uh, it's a, a, that's going to be really the, the immediate uh, opportunity for, for cattle producers to make their voices heard and, and make sure that their elected officials get this stuff done over the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to continue to see opportunities, so we're just going to have to find a way to capitalize on everyone that materializes. All right. Colin, thanks for joining us. Thank you. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Check us out online at beefusa.org. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at, at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening. <laughs>